a lot of people's occupations they can't they can't take cbd teachers teachers yeah that's who, a big one who needs anti-stress and more focus and calm than being around patience. a bunch of kids all day exactly <laughs> i'm around yet, three kids not even all day I'm they like, can't they can't to. take cbd and they could possibly lose their job you know it's we need to advocate for these testing and the more accurate i know it's easier said than done but Hello, everybody. This is Cannabinerds. Thank you for joining us. I have Rachel with me, along with our cat, Whiskey. Hello. That's not Whiskey. That's actually Rachel. But, yes. Tanya's not able to join us today, but I have Rachel Woji here to join me. Rachel, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited to be here. Well, it's great having you here. She has her own business. Actually, multiple businesses, don't you? Correct. She has her own business of cleaning houses, and as well as she is the owner of thehempjar.com. Tell us a little bit about that. At thehempjar.com, we have all kinds of amazing full-spectrum hemp products. We have things from hemp paste, which is an edible form of taking CBD, getting the full benefits of all of the cannabinoids. We have fun treats like chocolate, um, and we have coffee and hot chocolate. Sounds awesome. As we're heading into fall, the weather's getting a little mm -hmm. cooler. So, I mean, coffee and hot cocoa especially sound particularly enticing. Yes, the coffee is probably my favorite. Yeah? The coffee is probably my favorite of the two as I love coffee, but sometimes it makes me feel like I'm going to fly around in circles if I have too much. <laughs> so I find that the hemp that is in there with the high CBD really puts a mellow on it that I really enjoy. Absolutely. I enjoy that too. And it's not just the CBD we're talking about on your website. It's uh, full spectrum slash hemp spectrum which is basically the whole plant. Yes. They use every bit of the plant. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is extracted. And it really gives all the benefits of all the different cannabinoids instead of just isolating one. Absolutely. So you just don't have one particular or a couple different cannabinoids. You have all the cannabinoids, which is what, 118? Sounds right. <laughs> Plus all the flavonoids and terpenes, which we've talked about on this podcast. You guys know about that, which is fantastic. But we're going to head deep into the news. Can't wait. Mexico to legalize cannabis. We're taking a little trip around the world today. A uh, little backstory. In 2018, the Supreme Court ruled that prohibiting personal use of cannabis is unconstitutional. This led to a nationwide consult. This led to a nationwide consultation with several public meetings, and Mexico's lawmakers all agreed to discuss the prospect of making cannabis legal. The results of this of these consultations were overwhelmingly in favor of legalization. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I had a thought and then it came and went. No, that's great. Um, just in this past week, the government has set the wheels in motion, so to speak, for the... <laughs> You'll hear the, uh, the cat whiskey 
um, clawing at the carpet in the background. But anyway, this past week, the government has set the wheels in motion, quote-unquote, for the legality and legitimacy of recreational marijuana. This is no longer a question of if, but when it'll be legalized. Probably sometime in 2020. Uh, the next steps are to focus on regulation, protecting young people from exposure, which is fantastic. It's a, Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, um, they want to do everything possible to eliminate the black market as well as combating any backlash from the drug cartel, which... Oof, yeah. That could, that could get nasty, but it could be amazing to help, you know, when it's legal, it's not having to be, you know... Right. When, it, when things are decriminalized. Exactly. In my opinion. There's always going to be... So let me back up. When things are decriminalized, it makes more of the black market go away. But at the same time, stuff like the black market's never really fully going to go away, but it really decreases that uh, possibility. Absolutely. That's great. Ecuador now ranked as the 14th country in the world to legalize medical marijuana, which is fantastic. Going back to just decriminalizing, just legalizing cannabis in a recreational and medical way Mm -hmm. would go a long way. Yeah. Other countries include Argentina, Australia, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Croatia, Cyprus, Germany, Greece, Israel, Italy, the list goes on. So are all of these countries that have already legalized it or? Legalized in a medical sense so we're talking about mexico that's a recreational ecuador is medical okay so there are far more nations uh that legalized cannabis as a medical uh way but recreationally there's there's not a lot there's only a few that's really cool when we lived in australia about we moved back in 2012 when we left it was still very highly criminalized i mean just the smallest amount of marijuana could land you in prison yeah right i remember that uh well australia now has uh, legalized the use of medical marijuana however this leads me to my next point some countries are technically legal however regulations make it very hard to obtain and it's very hard to obtain it in certain circumstances australia is one of those that i don't have shops or do i mean are they few and far between maybe it is i don't know how they purchase it to be honest but i know the doctors and the patients have to go through a bunch of loopholes paperwork and regulations to be able to obtain it it is not as easy as it here as it is here in colorado where you can go down to anywhere and get it anywhere anything recreationally as a even when you go to the doctor you could say i have chronic migraines and whether that be true or not, depending which doctor you go to, they will just write you a prescription to get your red card, which will be enabled. You will be enabled to get medical marijuana. Yes. Which? I did have my red card for quite some time. Absolutely. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It'll happen again soon. <laughs> Why exactly did you get your red card? I got my red card because I have chronic nerve pain that just is like fire. And the doctor was very quick to, he didn't really need any other answers. It was just, yep, that's going to be a good solution for you. And it really did help. I found that I've needed it less now that I've been using the hemp paste, to be honest, that has been able to help out much of my nerve pain, which has been great. Absolutely. Hemp paste from the hempjar.com. Moving on, Amazon CBD warning. Amazon, well, let me back up. 
Amazon CBD warning. We just want to inform everybody that you cannot buy any legitimate form of CBD on Amazon. Amazon strictly prohibits the sale of any CBD products on their website, including but not limited to, and this is quote for quote on their website, rules and regulations, full-spectrum hemp oil, rich hemp oil, or products that have been identified as containing CBD. One could still find CBD products, or more accurately, products that are worded in a way to not violate Amazon's regulations and still be perceived to contain CBD by the shopper. Most of these products are false and contain no CBD. So do your research and probably just don't go to Amazon for your CBD needs. Exactly. And how do we do our research? How do you do your research? Whiskey's trying to chime in. Uh, hemp seed oil, as uh, you might see on Amazon, that is not CBD oil. Hemp seed oil and CBD oil are not the same thing. You can get thing. hemp seed oil in the oil department at exactly. grocery stores. So, yeah. And it's going to be probably cheaper depending where you get it or see it on Amazon. Uh, you can do other things like look at company reviews. Look for lab tests and results on the company's website. Be wary of any medical claims. That's a big one. Uh, the FDA does actually not allow any product not approved by them to say that it cures anything. Uh, I looked at some of these CBD products on Amazon. Some of them do say that it will cure this, that, or the other thing. Uh, so that's a big one right there. It's kind of scary. Going along with that, products that say MG, as in milligrams, are on there, but they don't always represent CBD. They might say milligrams of something else. Products saying MG on there, as in milligrams, they're not always referencing to CBD, but they're always referencing to some, or sometimes representing something else, not CBD. So that could be misleading, seeing MG and hemp or some form of CBD alternative on there could be misleading to the average consumer that doesn't really know that much about it, or not a cannabinoid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes, do your homework, please. But CBD can now be purchased on Shopify. As of this last week, I believe, okay. so CBD products can be purchased legally and legitimately on Shopify. But however, still do your homework. I think that's with any company, anytime you're buying a supplement of any sort, you Absolutely. need to do your homework, you know, vitamins, everything. You need to know what's in there, what you're putting in your body. You can only do so much. I'm, I'm not saying that they're, you're helpless, but uh, doing the things that we mentioned will help you out in the long run. The FDA requirements on anything that's a food supplement or herbal supplement, you see the FDA does not condone this. I mean, that's just a a red flag. A red flag. Not necessarily a red flag, but even herbal supplements that don't have the FDA label warning on them could still be good. However, there is no regulation, which is my point. The FDA has no regulation on that, so you have at the company's mercy. 
so to speak, on what's in that. And that goes along with what I've talked about before with the hearsay, with different herbal supplements or even CBD products. This one's good. This one's not. This one worked. This one didn't uh, aspect of it all. So yes, just it goes back to do your homework. We have the power. I mean, if you were looking to get a CBD uh, anything, uh, there's no regulation on it. So do your homework. Especially if you want to see any results from it. Absolutely. Moving on, Nevada banned drug testing for weed. This is amazing. How so? Well, you don't get tested for alcohol before you get a job. I mean, if you want to partake in marijuana, as long as you're being responsible and not doing it on the job or right before or doing it any time that would inhibit you. I mean, people can go out after work and drink till the cows come home and possibly come into work inebriated but they don't test for that and decide not to hire you because of that so to me i think you just need to prove that you are responsible no that's a very good point the government of nevada has stepped into private businesses and passed a bill telling employees that they cannot refuse to hire workers solely because they tested positive for marijuana The Nevada Bill AB-132, which goes into effect in January, makes it illegal to quote-unquote refuse to hire a prospective employee because the prospective employee submitted a screening test and the results of the screening test indicate the presence of marijuana, end quote. There are exceptions, uh, like anything. The exceptions are such as firefighters, EMTs, uh, truck drivers, and any occupation that could adversely affect the safety of others. Which, I mean, is great. That's a good exception. Yes, but those firefighters could go get inebriated on their evening off. Right. So it just kind of stinks that it limits that. But I also, I mean, it's progress. That's, I will chalk it up to progress. Yeah, it's it's a step in the right direction. I could say that. Yeah. I mean, there's ups and downs to anything. I think they just need to develop a test that can tell whether it's been used in the last X amount of time, as opposed to with marijuana, it stays in your system for so long. Mm -hmm. And if you could find a test that more accurately represented how recently it was done, then it it would make it easier to know, you know, maybe that person would have to be subject to those tests Mm -hmm. randomly before their shifts or something, just to determine that they are not using it on their shifts or... Right Right. before coming to their shifts inebriated in any sort. Because I definitely, we don't want people out there driving. I'm solely on board with having more research and more accurate testing. As Even if someone smoked weed before they went to bed or had CBD, a full spectrum CBD tincture that had some amount of THC in it, they're still going to pee positive for THC. And that puts a lot of people out. Exactly. What if they need that for their help? Yeah. Like for their pain, for anxiety, or, you know, there's so many things that... Oh, not even that. If you live in North America or most of the Western world, you are inflamed in one way or another. Yep. With the food that we eat, what we drink, the processed stuff that we put through our Air. bodies. The, yeah, that's part of it the too. Exhaust. You're going to be inflamed one way or another. And as we know, CBD is great anti-inflammatory. Uh, so a lot of people... Right today, we need it, and a lot of people's occupations, they can't, they can't take CBD. Teachers. Teachers, yeah, that's who, a big one. Who needs 
anti-stress and more focus and calm than being around patience. a bunch of kids all day exactly <laughs> i'm around yet, three kids not even all day I'm they like, can't they can't to. take cbd and they could possibly lose their job you know it's we need to advocate for these testing and the more accurate i know it's easier said than done but mm-hmm. it's it's something out of my realm to even know how to do that other than just blood tests but that's expensive and something like the school systems where they're on a tight budget they can't do blood tests mm-hmm. and that's the only way to distinct how much thc or cbd as opposed you know is in your system because they're so chemically alike mm-hmm. one of them's just psychoactive and one of them's not so how do you yeah just more Research and testing and accuracy. I'm very excited for that day. Absolutely. When they can, you know, make a an affordable test. We're getting there. Yeah. Making huge steps. Huge. Huge. C-B-D-A. We've... <laughs> I just heard you gulp. Did you? <laughs> Dang it. I was trying to do it. It's just a little wine. That's fine. <laughs> a little wine. Is there any wine? See, CBD wine. That would be kind of fun. Oh, that might be a little bit much. Yeah, wine already puts me to sleep. <laughs> wine already makes me calm and sleepy. Mm-hmm. Me too. And gives me a headache, unlike anything. Anyway, CBDA. Fascinating. We've all heard about CBD, but the precursor to CBD is cannabidolic acid, CBDA. This is the cannabinoid in its raw form before the cannabinoid gets decarboxylated. The medical benefits of CBDA are fascinating as this cannabinoid doesn't work exactly like other cannabinoids do, which I found very, I don't want to say interesting, I don't want to say fascinating, but intriguing maybe is another descriptor for that. I mean, you said something to me today that it's kind of like the mother of all. Oh, the we'll get into that. That's that's another one. That's that's coming up. CBDA though is CBD before it gets heated up, before it gets extracted, before anything, before you light it with fire, whatever. Um, it's interesting as in CBDA, CBDA, um, well, let me back up. Most cannabinoids bind to the CB1 and CB2 receptors in the endocannabinoid system. However, CBDA interacts directly with the endocannabinoid system bypassing the CB1 and CB2 receptors. It blocks particular enzymes, um, COX-2 enzymes that are associated with inflammation and associated pain. Current research on CBDA has shown a promising effect with controlling nausea, could affect could effectively fight depression and can metabolize more efficiently with our body than CBD actually can. Studies have also shown CBDA might stop migrations of aggressive forms of breast cancer cells. And that is the raw form. Okay. So that's if you take just a hemp bud or even a marijuana bud and just juiced it or not even juice it, but take it in its raw form without heating it up. There's so much benefit in that, and we've gone over this before. It's basically like a superfood vegetable. Okay. So you, you've you mentioned that the longer that the plant is sitting out or growing possibly, that CBDA changes to different cannabinoids. Is that true, or is that so, was I mishearing, maybe? So if you have CBD, THC, we'll just say CBD, that is a decarboxylate. There's an acid in a natural form, so it would be CBDA in the natural form, cannabidolic acid. 
When you decarboxylate, the acid goes away, the prong breaks off, and actually, more interestingly, is our receptors are only three prong for our endocannabinoids, the CB1, CB2 receptors. And when the prong and the cannabinoids have four prongs, naturally, that's the A, the acid. Okay. So in the acid, that one acid prong breaks off, then it can actually bind to your CB1 and CB2 receptors crossing the blood-brain barrier, specifically in the CB1 receptors, and be able to do things like in THC, have a psychoactive effect. In CBD, you can have a calmness. Uh, There's a lot of help with anti-anxiety, PTSD, stuff like that in your nervous system because of that acid breaking off. But with the A, it has been shown to research shows that it actually has medical benefits to that acid as well not necessarily with your nervous system but just like what we were saying could effectively fight depression can metabolize more efficiently with your body and stop migration of aggressive forms of breast cancer is what we've seen already so without being heated like without being heated okay so it's so you put it on your salad Yes, a lot of people do that. A lot of people juice it. A lot of people sprinkle it on the side. It's, it's an expensive spice. <laughs> so do people extract just CBD, eh? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if you could with the extraction process. As far as I know, you can you heat it up in a certain way and then take alcohols, ethanol, CO2, and then extract it. And then from the certain kind of temperatures, you uh, extract whatever, you're, whatever it is you're trying to get, depending on the temperature. So I don't... Which would probably just turn it into a different cannabinoid in essence. We could... Okay. It could, if you had, depending on the cannabinoids, it's we're learning stuff. Cool. And I don't. I'll I like be the it. first one to not know everything. <laughs> I like uh, it. We're learning. We're on a journey to mm-hmm. become cannabinoids. Exactly. CBG, cannabigerol. I was going to say acid, but it's cannabigerol. There is a cannabigerol acid, but cannabigerol is cannabigerol. A- is that? So you said CBDG. No, it's CBG. Oh. We're talking about CBG now. This one is a very fascinating cannabinoid. In the way, as Rachel mentioned earlier, it is the mother of cannabinoids. It's basically, it's, it's the stem cell of cannabinoids. Stem cell? Stem cells? Moving on. Cannabigerol is a particularly special cannabinoid in that it is the precursor from which all other cannabinoids are made, kind of like the mother of all cannabinoids. CBG is a promising cannabinoid on what researchers know on it already. However, research is still in its infancy. Uh, CBG works like most other cannabinoids by binding to the CB1 and CB2 receptors in our endocannabinoid system. But CBG shows promise as an antibacterial and anti-inflammatory agent. It also helps regulate mood by boosting anatomide, a molecule that calms mood and also found in breast milk. Boob milk. Boob milk, so to speak. A lot of boobs on this episode. I like it. (laughs) There should be more boobs. I agree. CBG, however, is extremely expensive to make. Okay, why is that? It's, well, it's expensive to extract as most of it is under 1%. The CBG in in the plant is under 1% in any given plant due to the cannabinoid turning into other cannabinoids as the plant grows. So this is the one that changes 
as it ages or yes is it was it as after it is picked or is it as the plant matures that as the plant matures because we have other cannabinoids that change like cbn changes from thca okay. so thca which is thc non-decarboxylated if you don't decarboxylate it or if you extract it in a certain way but most naturally if you let the plant just sit and the terpenes evaporate the enzymes all that kind of stuff then the c i'm sorry the thca turns into cbn as that's what it's looking like here so is it something that would be easier to extract if it was taken from a young plant as opposed to, I mean, is it something that we could harvest the plants earlier in order to get? I don't know. I wouldn't just, think so. Okay. Uh, from my research is, uh, so let's just take CBD as an example. It would take 20% more biomass, which is the plant, the, the buds by the biomass. It would take 20% more of the plant's biomass to produce the same amount of CBG as CBD would take. Okay. Because there's that much less of it gen- generally in the plant. And uh, from what I've read, they just throw the rest of the plant away. My thoughts on that are why would you do that? Because as we're learning more, there's a lot more benefit in the terpenes and different cannabinoids and the cannabinoids and terpenes interacting with each other. Absolutely. What my website is all about. Yeah, the website. So, Rachel, tell us about a little bit more about why you have the website. We've heard about the website, but why do you have thehempjar.com? I think that, I, I mean, I'm, I've always been all about understanding different remedies to things. I mean, I have never liked the whole prescription pill. I've never liked, you know, all of that, the unnatural, the synthetically produced. And to me, I've seen what CBD oil has done for people. I mean, it has done amazing things. Mm-hmm. But then you factor in all these other benefits that you could be getting instead of extracting just cbd and throwing the rest away Mm -hmm. why not get all of that the terpenes the all of the cannabinoids you know all of that together in one product and get all of the benefits of cbd plus all these other things that work together i mean they all they really do work together this plant was you know created it's this perfect plant that is all encompassing and when you just extract one part, yeah, you're going to get some benefits, in my opinion. But at the same time, you're going to miss out on what it was naturally, you know, how it was naturally grown. All natural. All natural. With boobs. With <laughs> boobs? <laughs> just at all. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> A lot of arguments that I've heard containing the whole plan versus like an isolate or something like that. If someone takes a CBD isolate and they need milligrams upon milligrams to help with their stress, anxiety, sleeping, whatever, what would you say to that if they just want to take CBD for the CBD benefits as opposed to the whole plant? Because they're getting a lot of CBD in a tincture and not as much CBD, so to speak, per milligram in a whole plant, but gaining all the other benefits, like you said, What would you say to that? With the products that we sell, I mean, you can always take more if you're not feeling the results. To me, the whole thing with these products is that you need to be really taking it every day to start with and just seeing, you know, getting your body back into homeostasis and into balance and 
all of these cannabinoids work together, in, in my opinion, to make it just as powerful mm-hmm. as the CBD isolate, mm-hmm. if not more. I mean, because you're getting all these other aspects. The, this plant is existing in this whole form, mm-hmm. you know? So to me, just to keep it whole, just to keep it... It goes back to, would you take, uh, from what I'm hearing mm-hmm. from you, it goes back to, would you take vitamin C tablets in a form of synthesized tablets or a veggie camp full of vitamin C or in a whole orange? Yeah, exa- that's exactly what I was just thinking was, yeah, you don't, you get so many more benefits from the whole orange. I mean, even the pith of the orange is really high in those things. It's What's the it, pith? That's the little white part underneath Oof. the rind. The stuff that I peel off. <laughs> yes, but if you can juice it or... I mean, you get you get all those benefits, whereas the vitamin mm-hmm. C, I mean, even if it is in food form, it's still not going to be... As beneficial. Yeah. Right. I agree. I was just playing devil's advocate. I, I welcome it. <laughs> Rachel's wonderful. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I'd say 50-50. 60-40? Mm-hmm. I'll go with it. Right on. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate you listening in and learning with us about all these wonderful cannabinoids and what they do and all the terpenes and flavonoids. Uh, Thank you, Rachel, for being here with me today. Again, Tanya couldn't make it today. I'm sorry about that, but she's listening. We love you, Tanya. (laughs) Indeed. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. I love hearing the podcast and learning more and more each time. Yes, Rachel is a big advocate in this, and she said, hey, I'm going to give 10% off anybody who comes to my website if they use the coupon code CANNABINERDS10. Absolutely. So head on over to thehempjar.com, peruse, look, and what's another give? Peruse, look, wonder at all the wonderful products. (laughs) On thehemjar.com. There's chocolate, like we've said. Oh, the chocolate is my favorite dessert. There are different kinds of chocolates. The mint chocolate is so delicious. The mint mint chocolate. I love the mint chocolate. What else? There's a milk chocolate, I believe. Oh, there's a dark chocolate that doesn't have any dairy or refined sugar. It uses coconut sugar. So that's really cool for people who are cutting out sugar or dairy or anything like for our daughter, for example. Yeah, sounds vegan. That might be what it is. (laughs) There's hemp cocoa. There's hemp... Hemp cream. We've got all different hemp creams. I personally use the hemp cream, the sensitive skin, and the anti-age. I use that on my face every day. I've gotten rid of some pretty awesome stretch marks using it on my belly from having three babies fantastic <laughs> i'm a fan <laughs> no that's great yeah so check that out uh you can also check us out on instagram and facebook at cannabinoids podcast you can find me on twitter at david woji and of course cannabinoidspodcast.com you can leave a comment and tell us what you like what you don't like and of course there's itunes your favorite podcast app where you can rate and review Give us five stars. Give us one stars. Any stars would be good at this point. (laughs) (laughs) We're still in infancy. It's all right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you.